0: We are going to take a deep dive into the KLT Factor, know, like, and trust. You do not want to miss this. Come listen. Welcome to the Behind Her Brand Podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. Every week, join Kimberly and her guest for inspiring interviews with passionate business builders, corporate leaders, and catalysts of change. Plus, we will be sharing business and career building strategies and tools that you can use to grow. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Behind Her Brand with your host, myself, Kimberly DeShell Spencer. And today we're going to spend some time talking about the KLT Factor. Now you may have heard of it, and if you haven't, that's great. Um, hopefully this will be good information for you either way, whether you know about it or you haven't heard about it. The KLT factor is stands for know, like, and trust. Okay, no like and trust, and I wanted to talk about this today because no like and trust is actually part of what we call um, our our buying wheel, if you will. The full wheel consists of no like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. They're all various stages in helping someone become connected to what it is that you're doing. But today we're just going to talk about the first three, and the reason why I want to dive into these is because oftentimes whenever you're having a little bit of issue, either picking up traction, or maybe you're in the beginning stage of working on your marketing, or maybe you plateau. Oftentimes, if you go back to the core, and this is what I call the core, the KLT, if you go back here, you can start looking at, okay, where are the adjustments that need to be made? Let's talk about the first one. No. If you think about how you typically buy things, you typically may buy um, clothing items, Purse, bags, whatever it might be, based off of the reputation of the brand, right? You feel like you know them when you see Nike because immediately you think of different athletes. If you see Dove, um, if you remember different commercials with the women, you feel like you know the brand. You feel like you know what they stand for empowerment. Um, no matter what the brands that you're connected to, the ones that you tend to shop with the most are the ones you typically feel like you know. And also, we'll talk about, talk about a little bit later about trust, but you feel like you know them. So when it comes to you, people want to invest their hard-earned money into people and businesses that they feel like really understand them and that they really know. So one of the first areas people get to know you is obviously through your website. Okay. This is where they come to learn about you. They come to learn about what you offer and your services and all those different elements. The most important page on any website is your about you page because they want to learn about you. If you ever look at your analytics, if you have a website up, you're going to find that people will immediately spend the most time on your about you. This is where you need to share with them who you are. It's a great time to share your personality. It's a great time to let people know this is who I am and this is what I'm about. You can do that in a formal way if that's your style, in a fun, creative way if that's your style. Whatever style that is, this is your hello to someone coming to your website. The next page they come to the most, obviously, is gonna be your offerings. And the third most frequent page is the testimonials. So it's really important that these three pages on your website is literally, I was wondering if I was gonna use on this one. I will say, make sure these pages really speak to your voice, it speaks to your vision, it speaks to what you wanna offer, and that when they leave those pages, they have a good sense of you. Okay, now trust me, I've heard it before. People feel like, well, how's someone gonna learn about me on my website only? Well, it depends on what you choose to share. Okay. I share sometimes information about myself, my family, and I'm a very private person, but I want people to understand that I really care. I really love what I do, but I'm also a mother. I'm also a wife. I'm also a Christian. I'm also a sister. I'm also, I'm a daughter. I'm all these different other roles too that are equally important to me. So when people come to any of my entry points, they are going to see that and feel that. So they get a chance to get to know me. Another way people get to know you is through your marketing materials. These are the things that you're passing out. These are the things that you're handing to them. It may not seem as prevalent in today's techie kind of world, but when you go to events and people say, where's your business card? Or can I see this? Or, oh, you have a book? I'm going to download that. Whatever it might be, everything that you do is how they get to know you. They also get to know you through your content. How are you using content to create both awareness as well as engagement with your audience? Awareness meaning making them aware of Who you are, what you're about, what your information is, what solutions you offer. All of these different things is how people become aware of who you are. So if you're in a place right now where you feel like, okay, I don't know if I'm doing that quite well. I don't know if I'm mastering this in a way that I should be. A great place is ask your current clients. or if you're beginning, ask people that know you to review what it is that you're creating and designing and ask them, what do you feel like this makes you feel about me? Do you feel like you got a good sense of my heart towards what I'm doing? Do you feel like you got a good sense of who I am? Do you got a good sense that this literally represents who I am? Because your brand is you, okay? Branding is an ongoing conversation. So when you're putting information out there in your content, in your materials, you're constantly having this conversation with someone so they can get to know you. So this is a good time to also, like I said, ask your groups around you, ask your colleagues, ask different people that can give you Honest feedback to see if this is really communicate. Commu- <laughs> I cannot say the word today. Communicating exactly what it is you want people to know. Another area in the no area is referrals. When a raving, excited person who's worked with you or is like, "Man, this person's amazing," I promise you, that's a great way for people to get to know you as well because that's already going to be a warm connection. Okay, that's key also. All right, so let's move on to the like, 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 like. This is the stage which people are starting to notice you. They're starting to get a feel of you. And now they're deciding if they want to know more, okay? This is where you have to help them like you. Now, I have heard (laughs) this argument many times at events where some people are like, look, I don't care if they like me or or don't like me. I just want them to use my services and call it a day. And that may be fine for some people. But if you want to create a loyal client or customer they need to like you. And liking doesn't mean that you have to go and be people-pleasing. This is not what this is, okay? What this is, is when they look at everything that you're about, are you involved in the community, the kind of events you host, um, even how you position your information, do they look at it and say, you know what? I really like this person. I really like what they stand for. I really like what I'm you know, sensing from them. Is that what your information is given off? That's key, Okay. I'm going to give a little side tippet here when it comes to liking. Think about what you want people to feel when they think of who you are, when they say your name, when they say Carrie, Tracy, Valina, Deborah, whatever, whoever you are, when they say your name, what do you want people to feel? And I'm going to dive into this in another podcast because this is a very, very key area about liking. For example, when I think about who I am and what people have said about me, one of the common words are encouraging, warm, and they feel like they already know me. So when I go to my, my business page and I look at everything I'm putting out on my social media in my content, even how I'm doing a podcast, like do people feel like I'm encouraging? Do they feel like I'm warm? Do they feel like I am inviting? Do they feel like I'm someone they can trust? And if they do feel these different things, then over time, they're going to grow to like me. And when they like me, they're probably going to plug in more often. They're going to sign up for the newsletter. They may say, you know what? If someone asked for a referral and they don't mean, they may not really know, know you, but they like what you put out there. They may say, you know what? I don't know. This person never met them, but I really like what they're doing. So you may want to check them out just in case they're a good fit for what you're looking for. This is where like comes into play. Okay. Another great way to show likes is through events. Now, I know with the current situation that we're in, in our world right now, events is kind of hard, but whether it's virtual or small group or whatever however you do this, people get to like you when they can meet you in some form or fashion, okay? It allows you to demonstrate your expertise. It shows people how you care for others and how you deliver information. This is a powerful way for you to be able to really start building that engagement. And this is where people start really formulating, okay, I'm really enjoying being connected to this person. I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. So that's another very key piece for liking. Another area in this, this may sound strange, but even your graphic design, like visually, what are you saying? What are you putting out there? I'll give you an example. I want those kind of people that, um, you're not going to see me post that, oh, I'm gonna show you how to make six, seven figures and all this other stuff. I've been very successful and I've been able, um, by God's grace, to be able to help a lot of my clients become very successful too. But I don't use any of that in my marketing. Okay. That's not me. My visuals, I love community. I love relationships. I love building. I love um, spending time with my clients. So when you see a lot of my marketing, that's what you're going to see me talking with the client, laughing with the client, spending time with my, the groups on retreats, different things of that nature, because for me, that's what visually I want people to see. And if they like what they see, then they're going to want to learn more. Okay. So your graphics are very key. The last thing in this area for likes is your social engagement. How are you engaging on social media? How are you communicating? How are you displaying your expertise? How are you showing who you are? All of these areas contribute to like. Now, the last area is trust. Trust, trust, trust. (laughs) No one buys from companies they do not trust, they do not know, or they do not like, okay? Now, this is gonna be very simple. Trust is simply your reputation and your expertise your influence, and the results that you're getting to people. So think about it. Your reputation goes back to what I just finished sharing with you guys about how to really make sure that everything you're putting out there gives people a chance to know you and like you. Trust comes into play in terms of how you're giving that information. And also more importantly, the what. What are you sharing? Are you sharing stuff that people have heard 10 years ago? Are you showing that you're you're investing in your own expertise and growth? What are you sharing that's actually solution-oriented and helpful to your audience, okay? Next, influence. I'm not a big person that, that likes um, to talk about influencers and things of that nature, because I believe we all, can, we all are influencers in our own right, in our own market, in our own way, okay? But influence in this particular area is more about when people see you, And they feel like they like you. They feel like they know you. And now they're developing that trust in you. Influence is a very powerful thing because you now become influential in how they may choose to change a behavior, change an outlook, maybe change something that they're doing. They're making choices based off of the things and expertise that you are sharing. So when you take a care to your influence, when you take a care to people's trust, when you take a care to people investing in you, That again, grows, not just your relationship with them, but it also can grow your brand as well, because they're going to communicate to other people that, you know what? I didn't feel like just a number. I didn't feel like, oh, this was a transaction. I really felt like they cared. I felt it. It was shown. I could see it. All those different things comes underneath the element of the influence. And so often we have seen it happen. People take their influence and use it the wrong way. I challenge you to really look at that, okay? And the last thing in this area, and we talked about success stories and testimonials earlier, but consistency. This is where trust is cemented. And it's also a tough one. This is where, are you posting consistently? When you tell someone that you're gonna get back to them, do you get back to them? When you share with your audience that you are going to give them all this really great content, when they sign up for your free event or they sign up for your paid event, are they getting everything that you say that you're going to be giving them? Consistency literally can make or break this whole three trifecta. If they like you, if they feel like they know you, but then the trust becomes broken because you're not consistent, you don't do as you say, you don't um, communicate in ways that you promised if all of that comes into play, you lose the trifecta and you're not able to go into the other parts of it. So right now, whether you're new or seasoned, ask yourself, do you feel that people really know you? Okay. Again, this is not sharing all your personal. You don't have to do anything. I'm I am ultra private, but I do love sharing different pieces of who I am so that people get a sense of who I am. When I go to my website, I hope they get a sense of who I am. Same thing with the like and all the way through the trust. Take that same process for yourself and ask yourself, do people feel this? Do they like me based off of, now this is not about you asking if they like you, but do you feel like you're likable? Let me reframe it that way. Do you feel like you're likable based off of what you're presenting, how you're engaging and how you're positioning yourself? And then last, the trust. Do you feel like You are creating an environment for trust for people that are interested in working with you, people that are currently working with you, okay? And if you have any questions in any of those categories, write them down. And that's what that will be your template of what you need to work on going forward. If you feel like, no, man, I'm not that that consistent in posting and sharing and doing any of that. We'll find a way to create a system that works for you. Maybe batching is your thing where the first Monday of every month you write all your posts, you write all your content, and then you schedule it out. So that way you can be consistent. Whatever that thing is, when you go through the categories of knowing, liking, and trusting any kinks in those wheels, spend time cultivating that so that things can start running very smoothly for you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys again for participating and listening to another episode of our Behind Her Brand podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate you guys um, joining me. If you want to learn more about Behind Her Brand, please go to www.behindherbrand.net.